From COVID-19 to Omicron, from Black Lives Matter to white extremists, and from complete freedom to complete control. This is Shooting the Shit. to shooting the shit for December 22nd, 2021, a couple days until Christmas, and yes, it's hump day, Wednesday, what's going on, wear a condom if you're going to go out and you're going to hump, <laughs> what's happening people, we got some shit going on in this world right now, and it seems to me like this new Omicron fucking thing is, uh, it's spiking up, it's showing its ugly fucking face, and it's uh making more people supposedly go to the hospital, of course, the media is going to push that. They did it when uh, COVID came out originally. Mm. Excuse me. I need my coffee today, man. It's, today's a rough day. Anyway, let's just get started with this, man. All right. COVID-19. COVID, uh, you know, from the first signs to the Omicron variants and everything in between. We know exactly what the fuck's going on here. We know that it's a real virus. It's not fake. I get it. But where did it come from? Do we, do, are we, do we know this yet? Do we know if it was, we know it comes from China. And when Trump said it's the China virus, China, China. Um, yeah. And yet he was criticized. Oh, it's China. You know, you can't say that. It doesn't, no bullshit. You can't say that because the West Nile virus comes from the West Nile. And we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. So you have this, 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 this virus. Okay. It comes, it comes from China. We know where it came from. We're still unsure what exactly happened? Was this a fucking mistake? Or was it unleashed on the American... Well, I can't even say the American people. Was it unleashed on the people of the world? That's the biggest question to answer here. You know? I've stated in past con- uh, you know, uh, podcasts before that this virus is real. It definitely is. And it's, it is deadly. It's deadly. It's killing people. But just like the flu kills people, this kills people too. You know? But to what extent? You know, how deadly or serious is this for real? Like, think about this. You get it, you fight off, and you move on with your life. They set up a vaccine, or that's what they call it. It's a vaccine. It's a shot, people. It's like the flu shot. The flu shot is not a vaccine. It's a shot that just helps you. They have to tweak it every year, which means it's not an actual vaccine where you get it once, and you're good to go forever. It's not. It's a shot. So they every year they tweak the the, the, the uh the flu vaccine or flu shot. I'm going to call it vaccine because that's what people want to call it, but we know it's not. Okay. I'm not going to sit there and push that. We know that every year they have to tweak it. So that way it, you know, conforms to that variant that's out for the flu that year. Well, with this, a new variant seems to be showing up every month, every other month, every couple months, a new variant shows up. And now let's scare the people 
and let's claim that you know here's a booster shot for this new variant. Here's another booster shot. Here's a, how many how many shots are you going to get in your fucking arm before you say I had enough? How many shots are you going to actually take before you actually turn around and say I'm going to allow my immune system to try to fight this shit off? I'm getting tired of this. Yet they feed it into your head that the shot will keep you possibly. There's the key words in this whole thing. Possibly, maybe, possibly out of the hospital, possibly in less harm. You'll make it through easier with the shot. That's what they're telling you now. Before you got the shot to stop the spread of this, and that, now it's, that's not the case. You, you get the shot, you still can get it, you still can transmit it. it. It's not effective enough to where it's going to stop anything. It's not. Thus brings me to the fact that why the fuck is it being forced on the people if it's not even in the 90 percentile effective? It's 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 me- mediocre at best, the shot, okay? But yet it's going to be forced on the people, and it's already being forced on the people, you know? So, you know, so they claim, you watch the, 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 the news, the Omicron variant is more transmittable. Okay, I got that from day one. But less severe. This was... You know, a couple weeks back when it first was showing its ugly face, the Omicron. Okay, now they're stating that it's it's just as severe, if not more. Listen, that's because you can't tell the people one thing, and then you can obviously notice that they're like, well, if it ain't more severe, I don't care. I, I'm going to get it just like a common cold. I mean, it's the winter time. We're going to get the common cold. We're going to get sinus infections. We're going to get the flu. We're going to get sick, regardless of what it is. But of course, any time you go, you need to get tested for COVID. This is getting to be bullshit. Why is it that you have to get tested every time you have a fucking sniffle or a cough or a slight headache because you got your period this month? It doesn't make sense. Okay, people, you're being controlled is what you're being. You're being controlled. You're being told what to do in a country that constitutionally is free. But yet you're being told you are following. If you're following everything, you're obviously part of the problem. You're the sheep. Now, don't get me wrong. These are rules set for by the people that we have voted into office at some point or voted themselves into office at some point and they're the one who make up laws make up rules and are supposed to guide us and tell us what we should do not what we have to do that's the difference between it we have a government now that's controlling you know i was working in a hospital okay back at the very start of COVID. okay a very prominent hospital in in a suburb of a very major city, okay, this hospital, you know, the media was claiming at the time that they pushed the idea the idea that all these hospitals were being flooded and swarmed with COVID cases. Yet, working around the ER area in this particular hospital, I saw no flood of people pouring in with any kind of sickness that even resembled what they were telling us. I saw it just like a hospital would be 10 years prior to this with people with broken legs. Some people, yeah, sick cough and whatever, but nothing, no flood, okay? The hospital had the same flow of people that was, it was that of like 10 years prior to it. Like I said, you know, nothing new. There was nothing new with it, to me at least, that what I saw. I I, I, I could be wrong. I mean, I'm oh, this is all what I put out there. I tell you what I know, what I saw, what's what I'm reading across any kind of news source. And I just give you my spin or my opinion on it. And that's all it is. It's opinion. But from what I saw, I saw no spike. Okay. 
is this virus only in certain areas? Because I saw no spike at this particular hospital, yet they're claiming and they're showing you pictures of hospitals that are flooded. And I don't get it, but why is it only here but not there? What, what, I don't know. It makes about no sense. Think about this. You remember going into a restaurant? <laughs> Excuse me, I got a sinus infection right now. Anyway, remember going into a restaurant before and their rules were wear your mask until you got to a table. And when you sat down, you could take that mask off. That didn't make sense to anybody, did it? Because it's like, how, how, how does this virus not get you when you're sitting at the table compared to when you're walking through the restaurant? I, I didn't, I never understood that. That's where it comes out with this hospital being in an area where what they don't have a spike like another suburb does or somewhere else in the world, you know, in the country or in the world. You know, this virus, it's airborne, airborne people, airborne, okay? This virus is real and it's airborne. It's spread through particles in the air. So sitting at a table in a restaurant, taking your mask off does not make any sense at all to me. It doesn't. Just as much as it being worse in one area than in another. It doesn't make any sense to me. Now, get me. Don't get me wrong. Okay, when I say that, all right. Let's say you take an area... That's, you know, out where there's nothing around. You got like fucking maybe a, 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 a population of fucking 100 people in this little town and the town's in the middle of nowhere and the houses are two miles away from each other. Okay, can understand a, a town like that not getting this virus because they're not on top of each other. But in this case, and this is where my question comes, this suburb that's close that I was working at this hospital is actually literally closer to the big city than the suburb that I live in. This suburb has, I, I like to think, it's more congested than where I'm at. Because it kind of looks at it, resembles that it is more congested. How come my area supposedly is more, has more cases of COVID and it's more flooded than that area? The only difference between my area and that area is that my area is just your blue-collar worker every day, modest home, mostly town homes, some, some, some regular, you know, single homes. That area is all mansions and upper-class people. Is that the difference? Do they have better health care? Do they have something? Is, is there something that is getting, you know, not, not getting out there? It doesn't make any sense. You know, so you have an area that's not as worse. I mean, this hospital was in the middle of a suburb that's closer to a larger city. I don't get it how they have less people infected and yet they're not getting, I don't know. I'm a little taken back at the fact that that suburb has more or less cases than my suburb does. It, do, it doesn't make sense and it's closer. But with that being said, I, how can I say that? I mean, I don't know. I, I really don't know, you know. People following the herd, because you know what's funny? You go out there in that suburb, and you would think, because that suburb is very wealthy, big mansions, and so on and so forth, that they would be more Republican-based people, more Trump followers and oriented than, than um, you know, around the other areas. And maybe that's why their hospital's not as flooded, because... Politics knows that they can't control people who have a bigger group of ideology that leans towards that one area. So maybe there they know that we're not going to be able to convince anybody here that it's getting spiked, it's getting bigger. 
it's a very small amount of people there being convinced. But but the, but here's the case with that. Like driving through that area, I see a lot of little fucking, you know, uh, what are they called? Little Priuses with the electric fucking motors and all that shit driving around with a bind sticker on the back. So I don't know what to believe there. You know what I mean? Very rich, snobby, stuck-up people with, I don't know. I don't know. Money usually leans more towards the right than the left, but in this case, who knows? But like I said, that, that place doesn't have as many as my area that has, I guess, a bigger mix of following. Um, you know, so this is the crazy thing. You got people following the herd with this. Um, let's get let's get away from where and who, but you have people still following the herd. When we first started this, COVID-19, you had 14 days to straighten out the curve. If you remember, 14 days. Mm-hmm. Then you had some lockdowns, and they said, oh, this will be gone. We're now two and a half years into this, and we're still in the same boat. We're still having lockdowns. We're still having mandates. It doesn't make any sense. But then again, it kind of does. It makes a lot of sense to me. You want to know why? Because with fear being pushed on the people is an easy, easy way for the upper echelon to control. I mean, that's how it works. You know, people still fall on the herd. So you have people locking themselves behind closed doors, shutting themselves out from the world, you know, from the real world. More and more people are finally waking up to this, though. People are opening their doors and going outside, especially when it was nice out. It's cold again, so people are going to stay inside anyway. So let's let's stay inside. It's too cold to go out. And then they're going to push that this virus is so bad, it's killing people again. So then they're going to stay inside. They're going to lock themselves in. So more and more people are finally seeing the light, though. You know, you have ones that are finally going outside and noticing that the world hasn't stopped living. So they're the ones that are changing their minds. Like, what the fuck is going on here? I'm glad that there are people waking the fuck up out there because... We're starting to get into that mode again. Like I said, we're moving into the colder months. I mean, you know, yesterday was the the, the, the winter solstice, so it's the longest or the shortest day of the year. Uh, probably the very first start of winter. It's the you know, that's the official start to winter. So now we have a couple months of fucking in the dreariness, cold inside, sucks, and people who are inside already. And being told fear down their throats, like being pushed by the media, because that's what they're going to do. They're going to sit in front of a TV, drink their coffee, their hot chocolate, have their fire stoking, and they're going to watch CNN. They're going to watch ABC World News. And they're going to be fed bullshit propaganda that will make them scared and feared to leave their house. And that's how you control. That's that's how you gain control. Once you fear, put fear into them, then you push. I said this before. Then you fucking push. You know, trust. You've got to get them to trust you. Once you got them to trust you, then you can control them. So, you know, you got vaccination mandates going on right now in Philadelphia. Um, your restaurants, it's a restaurant mandate. You have to be vaccinated in order to go anywhere that serves food. Not like it was food store because they're not serving food. And I don't really understand how that means because you know what? It says on our food or drink. I've been into a lot of food stores where they have alcohol being sold now in this state. And um, there's actually an area where you can, I guess, buy that bottle of beer and crack it open and try it before you buy that beer. Um, so if you're consuming the alcohol right there at a table inside of this supermarket, I mean, would that lead to 
this put you know the mandate being pushed upon the people there you can't food shop here no more i know that with restaurants what they're doing is they're just you you have to show proof of a vaccination in order to go in there and sit down at a restaurant and some of my favorite restaurants are inside the city limits i live inside the city limits but i also live right on the border of a suburb which means fuck you to the city fuck you to mayor kenny you know, screw this. I can just cross the border back into where I grew up in the suburbs because I know, first of all, and I, no offense to you Philly fucking people that are out there because I'm a Philly guy now. This fucking city blows. And if you grew up in this fucking city, I don't want to hear, oh, it's a better place. It's, it's tougher with this. And I fuck this. Fuck this city. The city living is fucking a joke, dude. I'd rather live in the fucking suburbs any day of the week. It just seems like it's more free. Um... But all I have to do is cross over to there to buy, go to a food store or go to a restaurant, and I don't have to have a fucking vaccination card. But here's the kicker uh, with a little bit of the vaccination thing, okay? Um, with the vaccination mandates, they're talking about putting a chip in the human body. And this is inside our country, people, so you might want to wake up and hear this. Talking about a microchip, very super tiny, and it will go right inside the webbing between your index finger and your thumb, okay? And what it will do is you'll be able to swipe your hand across a, like a scanner, like in a supermarket where it swipes the fucking barcode to buy the food. You'll swipe it, and it will tell you, or it'll tell them you're vaccinated or not. It'll have it on there. So that way you can't lie. You can't get a fake vaccination card. You can't say, I forgot my vaccination card at home. You just, you can't. You'll swipe your fucking hand and this is control, people. This is the start of fucking control and you're not, under, nobody's understanding this except for the people who are already woken up by it. You know, the people who are watching World News Tonight and watching CNN, and they're going to go, well, this ain't a bad idea. You know, we really should so that way nobody can lie about it. Because you really need to get the vaccine so it saves me and I ain't going to die. Get the fuck out of here. I'm so tired of hearing that. I'm so tired of hearing people sit there and tell me, like, I can't go out because of an immune system problem that I have. And I don't want to be around other people just in case. Listen, I think that anybody in their right minds, like I said this before in other podcasts, a respectable human being who has the sniffles or a cold or sick and might feel like they have the flu they're not going to walk into a house of other people and go hey come here let me sneeze on you let me breathe on you i have the flu no either they're not going to come out or they're going to be there and they're going to they're going to they're walking and as the other person walks up to them no 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 don't hug me don't give me a shake my hand I, i think i might be coming down with a cold or something and they're covering their mouth right that's what they're doing and they're not and they're keeping their distance this is common sense things that we've been doing for years, but the media, the government forces this down your throat like they just came up with it. It, it doesn't make sense. And people are actually buying into that. They buy into this. Oh, my God. The government, they're smart. They're telling us that's what we should do. We should distance ourselves and cover our faces. People. The fuck? We've been doing this for fucking ever. I, 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 when I was a little kid, I learned it. You know what I mean? For my own family. Mm. Excuse me, I just want to finish my coffee up really quick. Hold on, one more sip. Mm-hmm. Down the guzzle with it. <sighs> Gotta love it. Give me a, a little wake up here. I mean, it is later in the fucking day already. It's 11.30 in the morning, and I just got up a little while ago because I decided last night to take a fucking gigantic swig of fucking NyQuil, which 
God damn it. I, I, you know, I know not any kind of medication, allergy pills, anything with me. And I'm a bigger guy. My body just doesn't handle it well. Like I, I'm out like a light with an allergy pill. Boom. I'm fucking asleep in 20 minutes after I take it. And I mean, dead asleep, like in sleep in like fucking 12 hours. Last night taking this big swig, I mean, I took like, you know, you put it in that little fucking shot glass usually. I just opened a cap and down it guzzled. Well, this time last night, I, I, the way I drank it quick, I'm, I swear it was like one of them double shots at the fucking bar or some kind of, uh, you know, a slippery nipple or one of them fucking things, man. Right down the guzzle, I'm like, holy shit, I hope I don't fucking die from overdosing on NyQuil. Ah, but crazy shit. But yeah, I'm a little like, like right now, I'm actually, I'm awake now. So, you know, three cups of coffee in. And I'm awake and I'm ready to go with the world, but I really don't want to go to fuck out. I'm, you know, it's a couple days before Christmas, people. Before that fat motherfucker comes down your chimney, it's a couple days before that. And the stores are a nightmare. And I should get out and buy a couple more things. I mean, I'm done. But, you know, you always you always think, like, I'm done. I, I, you know, I don't have to buy for anybody else. And then you look at your, your, under your tree or something. And you're like, man, I really should get another gift for this person or that person then. I really should, but fuck that. Anyway, get back into this. So, so anyway, you got people who comply, conform and comply. So we're going to get into something that I really feel. <sighs> All right. I feel strongly about this. More and more I watch this new government and its administration doing what it's doing in this country. You have Joe Biden and his administration. They come in, and at first I thought to myself, like, he didn't do anything wrong. He, he didn't he didn't cheat. I'm sitting there going, you know, it's all a big thing. But the more and more I look back at this, I'm starting to really believe, like, how, really, how could he beat Obama's numbers? How could he beat them? Especially a guy campaigning from his fucking basement. Didn't make any sense to me. Okay, but I let it go. I'm like, all right. There were so many people in the world that... <clears throat> excuse me, that just wanted Trump out, which made no sense to me. How can you vote somebody in, like, you have no clue what the fuck this guy and his ideology is over here, but just because you don't like this guy's demeanor or how he is, grabs women by the pussy, he doesn't know how to talk, whatever, oh, he's fucking up the country. No, he wasn't fucking up the country. He was doing a damn good job before COVID showed up, and, and I don't care what anybody fucking says to me. I saw a difference inside of this country in a positive way before COVID hit. When COVID hit, Trump did not know what to do. He didn't know how to speak to people. He didn't know how to speak to the people from day one. I mean, he just come out with his his apprentice show mentality, the boss. And he made it very blunt to everybody. This is what's going But when it came to COVID, it was like, look, we need to be guided here, dude. Not told. Like, I liked how he ran the country before COVID, but not after COVID. But anyway, I can't believe, excuse me, I can't believe that there's so many people that that just voted for Biden because they wanted Trump out. They didn't care what the fuck Biden did in the past. They didn't care on his ideology. They didn't care on anything. They just wanted Trump out so bad that they just hit Joe Biden without even looking into what he was, what he is. I mean, here's a guy, okay, who they claim... He's the Jacobin. He's going to take us away from racism, this and that and that. This is the guy that wrote and signed the stop and frisk law. He wrote and signed the stop and frisk law. And we know how that worked out for the black people of the United States. Okay? Stop and frisk 
made it really it was it was okay for cops to stop drag a black person out of their car and frisk them on the spot just because they there was no like oh it's not wasn't discrimination then because of the law he wrote and he signed talk about racist donald trump had a black girlfriend black friends he was black employees he was very as much as he could be racist might say something racist or he was not racist no matter how you look at it joe biden has literally said things to the public people right to their faces that came off racist but yet he's the jacobin he's not he's going to lead us yeah look where he's leading us now look what the fuck is going on well let's put it this way okay how about this you bring Joe Biden and his administration into the world, or into the world, into the worldview is what I should say, into the United States government. They come in, they come waltzing in. Now, I'm starting to believe that there was wrongdoing in this election, that they lied their way into it. They cheated. Why? Because I think that they know, and I'm talking about the Democratic Party, that their days are numbered. Now, we need a Democratic and a Republican side. There can never be – you have to have checks and balances. You can't have one side. But you can't have a side that their ideology is that's it. That's how it's supposed to be. That's, that's, this is the law of the land. That's where the checks and balances have to come in. Well, the, the Democratic Party wants that type of ideology going on. Okay, So they come in and they know their time is limited. Joe Biden and his administration, we got ourselves in. Now our time is very limited. We have maybe four years, possibly eight years, to get done what we need to get done. And it doesn't matter at this point if we do it right under the noses of the people because we need to make sure the job gets done and what we need to do. So with lockdowns, mandates, the economy's going to fucking absolute shit, okay? inflation's a fucking nightmare right now. A year and a half ago, you could build a shed, a small shed with $1,000. Now you can't even build half the shed with $1,000. And I'm using this this ideology, this metaphor with the wood that's buying the the lumber and the materials, I'm saying. You you could build one a year, year, literally a year and a half ago. And we know what was a year and a half ago. It's under Trump's administration. You could build a shed for $1,000. Now, $1,000 won't even get you half that shed. This is how it's going with everything. Food, gas, everything is that way. So gas came down about 10 cents. Whoop-de-doo. The problem is, a couple months back, it went up about fucking a dollar ten. Dollar more than that. It was like a dollar fifty, dollar sixty. It went up since the Biden administration. Or Biden, I'm sorry, since the, the Trump administration. Biden's fucking this shit up. He's fucking this shit up, and it's right under our noses. Now, now here's the kicker with this. Is this just a situation where Biden's on strings like a puppet? We're going to bring him out here. We're going to make him look like an idiot. They do the string thing, and they got him building up. And we're going to use him as a pawn. But... We're also going to use Donald Trump as a pawn. pawn. Donald Trump's on our side too. Now think about this. Now this is just a, this is my conspiracy theories and my thoughts. And look, if you have anything to say to me, unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. I never changed the email address, but shoot me a fucking an email and let me know what you think. And tell your friends about this podcast, please. It's the only way I'm going to get it to keep moving in a forward direction. And I like to speak, and this is just fun to me. Okay, I don't do it for money. I just like to do this. But anyway, so. 
you have these puppets. You have Biden on one set of strings. You got Trump over here on another set of strings. And you got Biden's followers, and they all they still believe that Biden's going to change shit, even though he's fucking shit up so goddamn bad. But since he's fucking shit up so bad, a lot of the people are starting to see, like, oh, I can't deal with this fucking guy and his administration. People who actually voted for him and are following him. So at this point, they're starting to look to the right again. Trump wasn't so bad. So maybe when Trump, you know, does come back and you're going to get a lot of people who voted for Biden to say this, I can't go through this fucking kind of shit again. These gas prices and all this. We're going to vote, vote Trump back in. Little do we know Trump could be part of this situation. And I'm going to explain this to you right now. A new world order. Okay, people. Of course, Google puts the first link to this in quotes that it's a conspiracy theory. Really? Does that show me right there that even Google's a little biased? They don't want you to think that a new world order is actually possible. They put it right up as a conspiracy theory. Yet, what's interesting about this is that the new world order, its organization and the people behind the thinking of this, has been in the making well over a hundred years. How much of a conspiracy is that? It's been around for over 100 years, but we're going to still call it a conspiracy. All right, so I'm going to explain this. This is why I say this. A new world order consists of upper class, powerful people, whether they're princes, world leaders, uh, you know, people with a ton of money, the Jeff Bezoses of the world, the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world, the Elon Musks of the world. The Rockefellers were the ones who, this is this was kind of their ideology. If you can bring all these powerful people together and form one world government is what this is. So this from Wikipedia, okay, the term New World Order refers to a new period of history evidencing dramatic change in the world political thought and the, and the balance of power in international relations. Despite varied interpretations of this term, it is primarily associated with the ideological notion of world governance only in the sense of new collective efforts to identify, understand, or address global problems that go beyond the capacity of individual nation states to solve. We are in a problem of the world right now. Was COVID-19 unleashed on the world for a reason if so these people who have done this because there's a lot of conspiracy theories behind that that joe biden that that uh fauci that these people were part of this unleashingness of COVID in china that they were all in wuhan years back possibly talking about this setting this whole scenario up and what happened is once it's unleashed on the world, now we create a worldwide pandemic, man-made. COVID itself is not man-made. It comes from animals. But if it's tweaked in a lab, why is it tweaked in a lab? Most of the time when they tweak it to make it more powerful, they're using it as a biological weapon. People, watch the movie. Um, oh, What the hell is it with... uh? Morgan Freeman and the other one, um, 
con- not contact. Oh, what the fuck is that movie called? The one, the one where you know, uh, with the monkey and Ebola. In, in that movie, they have um, that 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 B one one eleven oh one or whatever fuck that shit is that's supposed to save it. And in that, um, you know, the one character turns around. And he says, "This is their weapon. They want they want their weapon. They want to keep their weapon." To me, the whole ideology behind um, doing this and releasing it on the uh, the world people—it's a weapon. It's it's a biological weapon, and they're using it to gain control. And that's exactly what they're doing. So you have a new world order, okay? It's 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 all right. So let let's continue to go with this new world order. The phrase "new world order" or similar language was used in the period toward the end of the First World War in relation to Woodrow Wilson's vision of international peace. Wilson called for a League of Nations to prevent aggression and conflict. The League of Nations failed, and neither Franklin Roosevelt nor Harry S. Truman used the phrase "new world order." Much when speaking publicly in International Peace Incorporation. Indeed, in some instances when Roosevelt used the phrase New World Order or New Order, World Order. All right, I had it because it's in fucking. Much when speaking publicly in International Peace blah, 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 in the world, it was to refer to Alex, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Access Powers' plans for the world domination. Truman's speeches have. Phrases such as better world order, peaceful world order, moral world order, and world order based on law, but not so much new world order. Although Roosevelt and Truman may have been hesitant to use the phrase, commentators, uh, commenta- I'm sorry, commentators have applied the term retroactively to the order put in place by the World War II victors including the united nations and the Bretton woods system as a new world order all right um the most widely discussed application of the phrase of recent times came at the end of the cold war presidents mikhail gorbachev and george hw bush which we know how that went used the term to try to define the nature of the post-cold world era and the spirit of great power corporation that they hoped might materialize gorbachev's international formulation was wide range and idealistic all right but his ability to press for it was severely limited by the international crisis of the soviet system in comparison bush's vision was not less uh uh circumscribed a hundred generations have searched for this elusive hundred yeah hundred generations have searched for this elusive path to peace while a thousand wars raged across the span of yeah, the span of human endeavor sorry man i'm having a hard time today seeing it today that new world is struggling to be born a world quite different from the one we've known however given the new unipolar status of the united states bush's vision was real realistic in saying that there is no substitute for american leadership the gulf war of 1991 was regarded as the first test in the new world order now we can see a new world coming into view a world in which there is the very real prospect 
prospect of a new world order. The Gulf War put this new world to its first test. Now understand something when it says here on how it worked and when it says here, but his ability to press it for it was severely limited by the international crisis of the Soviet Union because the Soviets already know what it's like to be controlled. And they don't want it again. They, 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 no fucking way, they say. You know what I mean? So we need to learn from history. We, we Here's the other kicker. Kids in today's world, they're not taught anything. They're not taught any history. Okay? Our kids are already being programmed for this kind of new world order situation. Okay? Mark Zuckerberg is putting the meta-universe into play to where everything will be virtual. You will own nothing and you'll be happy. Our children... Our fucking children are already brainwashed to this ideology that that's okay. Because if you notice, I've said this in past podcasts, that you you have things like uh, the, 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 the Fortnite and these things where these kids can buy uniforms for their, their characters on Fortnite. And these uniforms cost real dollars, real dollars and cents. It might be a $10 outfit, but just think about this, $10. If fucking 10 million fucking kids want this outfit and they buy it, think about the amount of money that this company made for an outfit that this child will never touch. Never, It's only it's on his character. It makes my character look cool. I said this in a past podcast about the Gucci bags and Tom Brady selling his football, but the guy will never touch it because he bought it digitally. I bought it digitally. I own it. And I, I had a, an argument with somebody the other night about that. And I'm like, you got to be kidding. Like, you're all for this. And then but after I finally explained it to him, like he was fucking five, he got the hint. And he's like, oh, yeah, I kind of get that. He's, this guy, he just bought something for a, a ridiculous amount of money. I said this before. Snoop Dogg, land, virtual land next to Snoop Dogg. Just because somebody now can virtually own the land next to Snoop Dogg and claim that I'm Snoop Dogg's neighbor for four hundred and fifty thousand dollars real american money owns a piece of digital land will never get to build a house on it will never even step onto that land probably but he owns it digitally because let's face the fact somebody else probably owns the land for real and he goes and he steps his feet on there somebody's gonna come up with a gun and be like what are you doing on my fucking property when this guy goes i bought this property i own it digitally and the guy's gonna laugh and go yeah well i own it physically get the fuck off my land that's the thing. I, I had a, a, an argument with somebody on fucking Facebook. I think I told this story already. I had an argument with somebody on social media and about this. And they're like, and they're talking about how it was a great idea. And, you know, you should already be buying into this, the Bitcoin and the Dogecoin and the Sheepcoin and all this kind of shit. Because that's what you're going to spend on there. And uh, So, okay, I'm buying into Bitcoin or Sheepcoin. Bitcoin you're not buying into unless you already own it. You're not really buying into it unless you got, unless you're a millionaire or whatever. And then you could buy 10 coins at 50 grand a piece. But Sheeb and all that shit. So you buy any of these coins. You spend $500, $5,000, $10,000. You get the Sheeb coin. And you have it to spend on your virtual world. Your virtual world, you just gave them real fucking dollars. But your virtual world is not going to give you anything physically. You'll get it in your virtual world. That's all. Oh, that's that's going to be great. And I argued with somebody before on there. And I'm like, so you're going to buy a virtual Corvette for $70,000 in your virtual world. And what? You get to sit in your virtual Corvette, maybe drive it down a virtual street on your computer and your in your headset. As I drive down the road here in my real $70,000 Corvette, actually behind the wheel driving the car, and I wave to you. Ah, have fun with your virtual Corvette. When I said that to my buddy, he actually looked at me and, he, and it made sense to him because he's a car guy. 
He goes, yeah, you're kind of right. Yeah, I'm totally right. We're, our kids are already programmed because this virtual world, these cell phones, this, 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 this smartphone era, that's all our kids have ever been programmed into. They know nothing else about it. They, they, they're not us. They're not Generation Xers. We are the ones right now that they're trying to convince that this is a good thing. Buying this digital land, this is how it's going to be, and you need to buy it or you're going to be left out in the cold. Bullshit, man. Don't buy into it because it's bullshit that you're just going to make. This is smart people taking advantage of dumb people. That's all it really comes down to. Don't hand them over your money for something you're never going to have. Don't do it. It doesn't make sense. So they're trying to program Generation Xers like me. And they do. They get to some of them because I argue with people on fucking line. And I notice that they're my age. And I'm going, what the fuck? Older people, because of COVID, okay? Here's the kicker with COVID. You got the COVID ma mandates, the vaccine mandates. You got all this bullshit. And the older generation, I'm guessing they're the baby boomers, the ones who are the parents of the Generation Xers, they're at a point where they know that their time's limited. You know, maybe they have five years left, 10 years left, maybe not even that. And they just see, I want to live the rest of my life. I want to be healthy. So they buy into, excuse me, man, I got a kiss big time. Um, not farting and burping, but um, they buy into the fact that they just want to live. So they buy into the vaccine mandates. They buy into the vaccine. They buy into the people dying of COVID. They're watching CNN. They're watching ABC. And they're, but then you get some of them, like my parents, I have my mother going through a serious situation with cancer and such, but yet when she feels good and she feels better, even with a fucking weakened immune system and all from this cancer, she still gets herself up and gets the hell out. She notices when she goes out, she wears her mask, she takes her oxygen with her now and then if she needs it, and she goes to stores, she'll go to the hairdresser, she'll do her things, and she'll wear her mask. And then people might look at her and be like, oh, you're fucking on these maskers. No, she has an immune deficiency problem but she's not letting it get to her to where she's done living her life she's going to get out and live her life because you know what she knows that her life might be limited maybe maybe not but why take the chance let me just get out and have a good time with my life and we'll go from there and that's what she does she doesn't allow this to affect her she doesn't allow the people the government, the media, she doesn't allow that fear to affect her. Sure, she's scared about it, and sure, she'll, she'll, she'll argue. She even argues with me about the vaccine. And I'm just like, look, at this is where the long-term effect thing came into place with me. I want to know what kind of effects long-term would, would come about from these different vaccinations. And obviously, Johnson & Johnson is showing this ugly face because it's causing blood clots in people. There's a long term. It's been around for a year. So a year's sort of long term. It's not long, long term. But who knows what these other virus, these other vaccines are going to do in fucking three years, five years, ten years from now. We don't know. But yet they're forcing it on the American people. It makes no sense. So in this thing, we're already being programmed. Okay, kids are already programmed to live in obviously a new world order. That this 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 control from people like Jeff Bezos's. Donald Trump even, okay? Um, people in the world who have lots of money, they already have power, okay? And they're going to be the ones that lead. They're going to have the material things, the big home, live like kings, which is what they want to be for the whole world. 
why you live in a virtual world where you own nothing and you're happy. Our kids are being programmed to do it. They're already programmed to do it because this is all they know is these cell phones and smartphones and how to live virtually. They They already know how to do this, okay? And they're willing to give up their money for a virtual Gucci bag. Generation Xers, smart ones anyway, are more skeptical at this and going, no, I'd rather have the real Gucci bag. I'd rather have the real Corvette than a virtual one. I'd rather have that autographed fucking Tom Brady football sitting in my fucking cabinet here at my house so I can look at it and touch it every day than to just virtually own it. Stupid. And then, like I said, the baby boomers, the the parents of the Generation Xers, they're at a point where they're just like, I just want to live the rest of my life out, so I'll comply, even though I might not want to. I'm still just going to do it because, you know what, I I want to actually just, just get through the rest of my life. That's how they look at it, okay? So you have a new world order already turning up. It's already stirring. They're already trying to do this. Because look at the people who are in control of this. They're all high-money individuals, people with power, whether they're leaders, whether they're business owners or doctors. Dr. Fauci, he's the the richest fucking guy in politics right now in the American government, okay? And then, you know, followed by, like, the presidents and and, and vice presidents and so on and so forth down the line. But he makes more money than them. He's very – why the hell does Bill Gates get involved in it? Think about this, people. Open your mind up. Bill Gates is a fucking computer nerd. And really, how much of a computer nerd is he? He's a good businessman computer nerd because he just sells, you know, software things. He he sells, you know, your, your Microsoft fucking this and that and just these dumb software things. He's a good salesman. You know, creates little dumb shit and he makes fucking tons of money. Why is he the one pushing the needle? And buying up land. At this point, he's buying up a lot of land, too. That has to raise some question and some concern because they showed it's a fact that he bought up a lot of fucking land, you know, coastline land and farmland. He owns a shit ton of farmland, too. Why all of a sudden does he, of all people, need to have all this and push in this fucking vaccine on you? He's a fucking computer guy, but he's a very powerful computer guy, very rich. So this New World Order thing... This is what's coming in to comply. They're going to put fear into you through the media using a virus that was tweaked in a lab to use as a biological weapon. This is yes, conspiracy theory that I'm sorry over a couple hundred years when you start looking at a new world order, it starts to come a little bit more to light. You have a virus that they tweak in a fucking lab. Why tweak it? Because they want to use it as a weapon. They send it out on the people of the world. People get sick. People get scared. People listen to government or people who they, they trust. They listen to. Lock down. Put masks on. Listen to us. Take the pill. Take the shot. We're going to put a chip in your arm, your hand and you're going to like it. And you're going to sweat. Understand. People of the world. China. India. Places of that nature, they can do this to the people and the people will comply. Problem they have, this new world order situation, is the United States of America. Sure, places like Switzerland or Sweden, I think Sweden, not Switzerland, Sweden, they have guns. But they're a small country, they're easy to control if you send an army to fuck in there. They're gun people that totally outweigh. Even our own country, our government... In our military and all outweigh us. It's the thing is that having everybody in the military on their side is the problem. 
The problem here with the New World Order and control is that the American people still own guns. Uh, lots of guns. And if you notice during all the bullshit, the Black Lives Matter, all the racist shit, all the, all the division in this country, the pandemic, the lockdowns, the scaring of the American people, they scared people to lock themselves indoors, but they also scared people to run themselves over to gun shops and buy ammo and guns. People in the United States are not stupid. We're not going to hand over our guns. We're not going to give up that freedom because why? Once we do, the new world order will take over completely and you will not be able to defend yourself. That's where that ideology comes in. Think about that. So yes, a new world order. Donald Trump could be definitely a part of a new world order. He could be a pawn in this game to get the people on the right side to listen to Donald Trump and comply to him. And eventually, eventually, they'll find out exactly who will listen and comply and who won't. Just remember that. In football, in hockey, in baseball, in basketball, you have teams. And on each side, you have the equal amount of numbers in your team. So you know when you go into that game... Unless your players are better than the other team, you know that it's going to be an equal game. You're going to play each other at the same levels. Not levels, but the same, you know what I mean? You got 5-on-5 five five or 11-on-11 or, or, 11 11 or, you know what I'm saying? You know, hockey games, so on and so forth. With the goal, both, both ends got a goalie in that. In war, it's strategically, it would be good to know just how many people you have on the op on the opposing team so that way it gives you an idea of your fight with america and the way things are going here and the guns think about this they don't know who has what they want to know the government wants to know so bad and you know that i mean this is fucking out the light they want to know what you have and how many of it you have because strategically they want to be able to have a fucking fight where they know they can win so if we if they know we got all the weapons and we got fucking three quarters of the people against a quarter of the people with weapons we're gonna win but if we attack these people and these people come out of their fucking houses fighting for their freedoms what's the chances of the winning do, do, do we stand a chance do we not that's the whole thing think about this banks the government wanted to see how much money we had in our bank accounts and what we were using it for. Anything $600 or more. If you th think about this, excuse me, if you think about this, handguns don't matter. Because they already know who has what handguns. Rifles are a different story. It seems to me like the American government's scared of AR-15s. They are. And they'll force that down your throats every time there's a school shooting or something. And they'll make people go, the AR-15's the problem. That's the problem really isn't the government wants to know who has them and who doesn't so if they put a, a a thing on your your bank accounts to where they can see what you're using six hundred dollars or more on they'll know if you have an ar-15 or not after that you want to know why because most ar-15s your basic 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 ar-15 start around six hundred dollars and then go up the line Okay, to $6,000. But they'll be able to know who has ARs and who doesn't have ARs. 
The nice thing about it is that in America, we can still buy any gun we want. We don't need AR-15s in order to fight back. People, go out and buy AK-47s. I know they're a little bit more money, but what do you think the foreign countries use against us? AK-47s. 7.62 by 39. That's what you do. You go out there, you just buy the guns that, if they want to control and see how many ARs you buy, go ahead. I'd rather have five fucking AK-47s over one AR-15 anyway, be honest with you. More dependable gun, more reliable in a war. I'd take the AK over the AR any day of the week. But see, your government just, they want to know. They want to know what you have. So even with the AK-47 or with any other gun that's over $600, they're going to know that you bought that. So they're going to know what guns you have. You can go out and buy that 9mm for 300 bucks. They're going to know you have it anyway because it's a handgun and you've got to register it. But a rifle, eh. So go out and you buy that $300 hunting rifle. That, that 22 or that fucking, you know, 223 hunting rifle. And you have, you still can buy a magazine for that, 30 round, fucking get an automatic and send it through that. I mean, it's going to fire at the same rate. That 223 is going to fire at the same rate as your AR-223. It's just there's a lot of people out there who aren't gun advocates or gun owners or don't know this. They just think AR-15. They see it on the news and they go, oh, my God. Well, you know, that's that's what it's coming down to. Once they know what you spend through your your bank account and how much, you know, over $600, they're going to see what guns you're buying, what rifles you're actually buying. I think that's where it comes down to control. They're not going to be able to get them from you, but they're going to know exactly who has them, how 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 many you have after this. You know, they don't know how many people have shit that already already have it. You know, but from that case on, they'll know who's buying them, and who's not. No, they'll, they'll kind of get an idea of the playing field about their chances of being able to take over. A couple more years from now, man, I'm telling you right now, conspiracy theory or not, they put New World Order as a conspiracy theory on here. I'm thinking it's a real thing, and I'm having a funny feeling that people are claiming a civil war again over because of the division in this country. I honestly don't see it. I, I don't see division in this country like people think. The media pushes it, but I walk down the street, and I don't care what color skin you are. Hey, how you doing? How's your day going? Do I see things happening in the world that's that's crazier? Yeah, because of law compared to crime. Yeah, crime's rising big time because they're taking away law. And will that create racism? It might. And I think that's what they want. Division. Divide the country up to hate each other. Let them fight amongst each other first. Let's thin out the herd. Then let's see who has what and how we can fight it. This is what's going to be. We're not going to have a civil war, people. We're going to have a war, okay, where it is a new world order trying to get your weapons and take them from you. So that way, once you are unarmed, it will be easier to control. Look at other countries. Look at history and see what history brought forth to this, to what's going on now in today's world. Seriously, look at Germany, look at Russia, look at China, look at these different countries. Look at Venezuela right now. A country that thought that socialism would work went from a very, very wealthy country to a very poor country in a matter of years. <sighs> People, I think it's time to wake up, try to see the light, understand that we're going through something big time right now. And we need to find a way to all communicate to each other Get together and 
honestly, I'm not going to say fight back, but be aware and be ready to. Because that's what it comes down to. Man, I don't want to ever have to pull my gun out. Even with a carry permit and a criminal, I don't want to ever have to pull my gun out of a holster. I don't. And I sure as hell don't want to ever have to pull it out to fight a war against my own people and against my own country. That is the last thing I'd want to do. But we need to realize that constitutionally we are a free country and you cannot allow the United States government to take that away from you to make a new world order. It doesn't make any sense. Well, until next time, people, dude, I'm 55 minutes into it. I had enough sitting here criticizing or talking or whatever fuck I'm doing. Um, Again, unrealpodcast101 at gmail.com. That's the email I still have. I still use it. Contact me. Talk to your friends and push this podcast. Please get people to listen, man. I want to see more people when I go into my thing and say, oh, there's a lot more than that than last time. I want to see that, man. And it takes you, the people, to actually push it for me. So, until next week, man, it was fun. I had a great time talking. I'm glad we got to to put this out right before Christmas. Everybody have an awesome Christmas holiday. Merry Christmas to you. Happy Hanukkah to the ones that just celebrated Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy whatever you celebrate. Okay? And go out and tell people when you walk down the street, Merry Christmas. Because that's what it is. Don't let anybody tell you, I don't believe in that. So, don't tell me that. It should be Happy Holidays. No, fuck you. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Have an awesome holiday. I want to see everybody be patriotic. Live your lives. Get the fuck out. Notice that people are still out there living. They're still going to the malls. They're still going to the food stores. Even though there is a virus. Understand that it's real. Okay? You're going to get sick at some point. The vaccination isn't going to help you from spreading it or getting it. You're going to have to get through it. And get your immune system to build up. Stop letting them tell you that that their immune system's not. Because it will. Our immune, come on, there's a whole, if people actually believe in religion and God, we were created and our bodies were created to fight shit off. And if this is a man-made thing, we'll fight it the hell off. If this was God's creation, this, 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 this COVID-19 virus that's going around right now, if this was something God pushed on us for a punishment of some sort, kind of like he did when he flooded the fucking world with Noah, understand that we'd already be all mostly dead by now. Okay, this is not. This is something unleashed by another person or persons. Okay, and if if you're all God-bearing people, which I'm, I can't say I pray. I can say that I, I'm not a religious religious person, but understand, if this was that, we'd be dead by now. This is not. Your immune systems will fight it off. Don't let them tell you different. It will happen. Okay, some people will die from it. Some people won't. But hopefully, we figure out who the fuck did this, and we can bring that to justice. All right, so people, until then, man, stay patriotic, have an awesome holiday, and I will talk to you next week, man. Uh, UnrealPodcast101Gmail.com, this is shooting a shit. The song I played for you was Black Sheet. Um, the choice is yours. And definitely, you know what, people? Our Constitution guarantees that the choice is yours. Make it wisely, man. See you later. See you next week.